Alright man, what a way to who did it, Sean Mata here is going down. Welcome to another episode of the Keep G Podcast, man. I got a special guest with me, man. My boy for over a decade, man. Smooth, aka the bat. Biggest. Representative. Representing. What's poppin', man? You know, man, niggas like you and me, bro. You're supposed to do that at all times, man. Thanks for having me, keeping the G always. Hey, that man. goes for everything. Nah, for sure. For sure, for sure. I appreciate you for coming on, man. Yes, sir. Anytime. So, you know I got you, G. So I wanted to start out with just give people like a a background about you. I know about you, mm-hmm. but maybe not my listeners know much about you. So you're originally from New York. Absolutely. What part? The Bronx. Okay, the fucking Bronx. Okay. Where hip hop started. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then when did you end up moving to North Carolina? I wound up moving to North Carolina um, like grade school. My mother didn't want me and my brothers to go to public school in New York. Cause she thought it would be a better opportunity for us to grow up in the South. So um, yeah, so when I started school, I want to say like first grade, mm-hmm. first grade down, came down South, but every summer we went back home. So that's why niggas be like, yo, you still got your accent. I mean- I never really left. I used to I, always come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never left. I was just on a vacation. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> every summer we came back home, I just was on a vacation for school. You know what I mean? But literally every summer we went back to New York, we just was down South just for school, literally. All right, so when would you say that the musical bug like hit you? The musical bug hit me. I had this. I have to say when I was 12, 12, 13 years old. Okay. Um, yo, back in the day, we used to get East Bay in the mail, and we used to get Word Up magazines in the mail. So like, I don't know if you remember that shit. We used to get Word Up magazines in the mail and Source magazines in the mail. Like my pops and my moms, they had like a membership or something like that for oh. magazines to come all the time. Every time they would issue something, that's when the magazine would come through the mail. So when I used to get the mail, I used to see the Word Up magazines and I used to see like Bow Wow, you know, B2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to see Chingy, you know, like the Word Up magazines and shit like that. So it's like, I grew up on a Word Up. That was my source before the source. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, I want to say you're like 12, 13, my mom, she gave me a um a notepad and she was just like telling me, yo, I want you to write your day out and what you went through to the, every day in this journal. So I started doing that and those and that journal started coming into poems and then the poems started coming to songs. Okay. So I was like 12, 13. When that shit really, when that shit, really, when that shit really hit me. When that so, shit really hit me. So I know you got like music, like a musical background like in your family because your pops, you know, was affiliated with a... Uh, with um, I lost the train of thought. With Jim Jones in them. And oh, Dipset, Dipset. Shit, yeah, right? yeah, 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 definitely. Still affiliated with Dipset. Dipset, that's my family. I've been knowing them since I was like thirteen. So I know for sure, like that inspired you a lot too, seeing them. For sure, because yeah. I didn't even know I knew them. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. when I was a kid, I didn't know until I know until like they started coming around and I started seeing who my pops was cool with, okay. and they was calling me nephew and all that. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Like yeah. Cam. Yeah, Jim Jump, like this is Cameron, Joel Santana, like when old boy was old boy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this was crazy for me. I was dipset all the way out, like middle school. I had a fake dipset chain, <laughs> I, like dipset bandana, dipset. Every, yeah, it's still dipset, man. It's still dipset to the day is over. You know what I mean? Shout out to Freaky Ziki, shout out to Joel, shout out to Killer, shout out to um, Jimmy, shout out to the whole camp, man. Jr. Ryder, Forty Cal, shout out to everybody. The real, the real dipset, like you know what I mean? So you said you caught the bug at 12, 13. Absolutely. And I feel like we met was was probably like 14, 15. Facts. And by then you was already doing songs and shit. By then, facts. So when was the first song that you recorded? Do you like really remember, oh, this is like, I sat down and recorded a record. 
the first song that I ever recorded, I was in Atlanta. Um, this was like my eighth grade year, about to go to eighth grade. The first song that I ever, I remember the first song or first beat that I ever recorded myself on mm -hmm. was on that um, Fat Joe Terror Squad. Let me take you home. Okay. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah for oh, sure. Cool and Dre. Yeah, that yeah. was the first beat that I ever recorded on. All right, okay. That was like, what year was that shit? 05? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 05? Yeah. Okay. So I, I've been recording myself since 2005. Damn. So you in this shit? That's the biggest bat. <laughs> 17 fucking years. All right. The biggest bat. So you recorded that song in 2005. You was like 13, 14 or whatever. Yeah. So what was the first song that you actually released? Like put it on YouTube or put it on like... Like the first song, it was a SoundCloud back then. It was it was YouTube. It was YouTube. Okay, was YouTube. so yeah, so YouTube. What'd you put on YouTube? The first song that I ever recorded I can remember was that fucking um we curse on it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Was that fucking um yo, you remember the KMJ shit. My nigga. KMJ. I had it queued it. up. I had it queued up. I'm so glad you fucking said it. I had it queued up. I had it queued up, nigga. He got yo. he got what year is on that? What'd it say? This shit say KMJ Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got K-Smooth oh, and Tori in the building. 07. Myself, I'm M-Town. 07. Shout out to my brother, M-Town. Yeah. It's yeah. the first song. It's KMJ. We had jabs going crazy. Bruh. This record felt like the it felt like the biggest thing in Greensboro. Y'all <laughs> niggas was, was was performing this shit. I remember, bro. We went crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, gonna yeah, hold yeah. you early, me, early, bro. Tori and my brother, bro. We went KMJ. We was in. We was performing at at eighteen and up clubs, and we was fourteen. Fine. We had the whole Guilford County school system in one club. Yeah, 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 for sure. And one club, we had the whole Gifford County school, high school, middle school in one building. And ever since then, we we was packing out that building. The owner was like, oh, no, nah, y'all little niggas is going crazy. Like, I, we, I, I remember that party vividly, though. We still got, we got pictures. I wish we had footage, bro. That's the yeah, only yeah, thing yeah. I wish. We got pictures, but nobody was thinking about recording yeah, yeah, yeah. at that time. And, we, and, and mind you, at that time, it wasn't no cell phone. It wasn't no camera phones. You right. It was just like you could just take pictures. You probably couldn't do video. Couldn't do no video. This yeah, when you yeah, were still yeah, doing yeah. this. You was taking your phone and doing this for the camera for this for the selfie. Facts. It was facts. it was you no front camera. Yeah, you had yeah, to flip yeah. your shit. So like I really wish we had footage, but if you was there, you already know what's going on. You know what I mean? That, I think that's when Greensboro looked at me like, okay, this nigga make music. Y'all released that. Yeah. So like, how did it feel to still be in high school, right? Mm -hmm. or, it was a high school by then, right? Yeah. Okay. So still being in high school and getting all like this, this love from a record that's that's granted it was um Soulja Boy song. Absolutely. But y'all still made it your own type shit, right? As I still do to this day. You know. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking your beat and I'm making it mine. When they hear me on it, it's no longer yours. They be like, oh, whose whose song is this again? Yeah. Facts. Okay. <laughs> so, but like, how that feel though? Because I know. Even when I did like videos and stuff and people came to me in school like, yo, Sean's a funny ass video or Sean, your podcast is dope. Yeah. That shit hits you differently. Yeah. So how did that feel like being in high school and all this going on? Oh man, that, sh that shit felt great, bro. Cause yeah. at this time, bro, like the only niggas I was getting playing in high school was football players, basketball players, 
you know, niggas that might have been on the beta club. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. different shit. Like, that's when school was, like, literally focused on, like, the girls was only knowing, like, okay, if he's the jock, I got to get with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That was basketball, football, look, whatever it may be, sports. If you was sport-driven, mm -hmm. you was winning. It didn't matter if you didn't know how to dress. It didn't matter if you... It didn't matter nothing. If you knew how to play sports... You was the guy. You was that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my sport always been music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was on a basketball team. I was on a football team. But I was I knew that wasn't my calling. Yeah. You feel me? But I did those things to be amongst my peers because I wanted to make the soundtrack for niggas that play this shit in the gym while we working out. That was my whole idea. Like I only want to get on the basketball team, the football team. So when we in the gym working out or when we about to go play a game, they play my shit. Mm -hmm. And they was doing that yeah, yeah, because... Yeah. Quote unquote, I was probably the first person at Northeast High School really going hard on YouTube. I say, I say you and Crack, because Crack was doing this shit too, though. He was too. Crack he was, was too. Crazy. He was too. That's why me and him got a relationship now because we was on the same wave at the same time. And sure. we and we brothers, how we brothers now because of then. Blogs and shit. Blogs and all that. Like yeah, what yeah. everybody doing now on YouTube, we yeah. was doing that in 05, like when they wasn't even paying you for it. You know what I mean? We That's was doing fact. we was doing that. Like what everybody's doing on YouTube literally right now, um vlogging, mm -hmm. uh uh not podcasts, but just vlogging day to days and all that. Mm -hmm. I was doing that when I was 13, 14 on YouTube. I was though, because I remember vividly seeing videos at Pop's old store. Yeah. Where everybody pulling up, all like yeah. you know, Zeke fucking pulling up, Zeke pulling up, Fendi, all these niggas pulling up. We like, what the I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yo, who these niggas? I don't even I don't even know y'all at that point. Yeah. But I'm like, who the fuck is these niggas? Like, yeah. yo, this is crazy. These and, niggas are and, all and he's talking about Big Fendi, Nikki, the person that found Nicki Minaj, not the brand. So if y'all didn't know who he was talking about, he's oh, talking yeah, about Big Fendi. Fendi mm -hmm. And Big Fendi's still one of the homies still to this day. So shout out to Big Fendi. All right. Dirty money. That shit, but that shit is amazing that like he was doing that shit. Um, back then I seen the future, bro. Nah, for real. I seen this shit, bro. That's amazing, bro. Me and my brother saw this shit. Like, yo, this is about to be what it is. And every popping YouTuber is vlogging their everyday life, making people see their life, you know, from the outside looking in or whatever. Just, just giving yeah. them everything. Yeah, it's it's like full transparency when it comes to like being a YouTuber and absolutely being an artist and shit. Now, yeah, so you was a real, really, really before your time. Y'all niggas was really before y'all fucking time for real. The biggest bet. So I right, so it goes from K <laughs> facts. So it goes from KMJ. Yes. That shit says that y'all dropped it in two thousand seven. Mm -hmm. So it goes from KMJ. Yeah. And how long did KMJ last? I mean, KMJ is a lifetime. I mean, KMJ is. Um, but like, but like, but like officially, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, like, like, I mean, I was let's say professionally, like with the music and stuff, but as yeah, a group, as a group. Uh, probably all the way until I want to say two thousand ten when I graduated high school. Okay. Yeah, when I graduated high school and went to college, KMJ was the start, you know what I mean? Because it was me, my brother, and Tori. But KMJ stands for Kevin, Malik, and Jacob, which is oh, yeah. my me and my bro, me and my two brothers. Baby brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah. and my two baby brothers. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what KMJ stands for. So yeah, that's why I say KMJ is a lifetime because- Oh, for sure. I never it, knew that either. Yeah, it never, oh, okay. it never, it's never going to end. It's never going to end. Yeah, Ever. It's, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I never fucking knew that. Okay. But as a group, as a collective, with the music, the what music we was doing- shit, yeah. Yeah, I want to say all the way up to 2010, because when I graduated high school, I was going off to college. You know okay. what I mean? And um, it just, it just, it just happened that way. Cause you went to our Institute of Atlanta, right? Absolutely. That's where you went to college, and I remember. That's when I had on, Facebook on crack. Early on, you was doing posing with Big Sean before he blew. Facts. Like really, really blew. He was already famous before he really, really blew. Yes. Uh, who else? Kelly Rowland. Not Kelly Rowland. Who else? D Woods. 
Pete Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Um, um, L.A. L.A. Reed's son. What's his name? He had a sweet sixteen. I know you're talking about. I don't know his name. Though. I know you're talking about. Aaron. Name. I think his name is Aaron. Aaron so like, Reed. So, but mad people though in Atlanta. This is like. This is like. This is like when Atlanta was bubbling, bubbling, the snap era and all of that shit. Like, I was in Atlanta in 2010 running around with Cloud Nine. Shout out to Biddy. Shout out to Verse Simmons. Shout out to Dave. Uh, like I said, shout out to Ferrari Simmons. That's my brother, man. We got ties, bro. Like, he, it's crazy that he's on the radio now because on my very first mixtape, it was called My Radio Pop Speaker, and I had him on there as a radio personality. Mm. So it's like a full circle moment. So for him to be on the radio now, him doing what he's doing now, it's it's like it's written, bro. Like it's yeah. crazy, bro. Like you know what I mean. So like him and his wife, which is his wife now, his girl at the time, they're on my mixtape, my radio pop speakers, my very first mixtape. They're on there, bro. Damn. So you really got ties into all this shit. Yeah, bro. I met Rocco when he had M's. When he, before Future was Future, he had, you know what I mean? Like, it's my, my, my life is crazy, bro. So you was doing all that stuff in Atlanta? Yeah. Was that through the Art Institute or that was just you making your own moves? That was just me making my own moves. That wasn't oh, okay. through the Art Institute. That was just me making my own moves. My pops, um, he grew up with Biddy. They're best, they best friends. Okay. So Verse Simmons' manager is Biddy, and that's how I got next to Verse Simmons. You know, you know who Verse Simmons yeah, He had to yeah. buy you around. Yeah, you know, yeah. That song. So him... And um, he he just really like showed me like the nightlife of Atlanta, bro. Like for mm -hmm. real, it was this club called Miss Lounge, and if you was ever at Miss Lounge in Atlanta, you already know that club is legendary. This is this is like when hookah first came around before yeah. hookah bars and all that shit. Now yeah. this is like the first hookah bar. Like hookah was like first coming on the scene. So like everybody do hookah now. It's like damn, it's crazy because I remember when hookah first started for us as yeah. as a culture. Because hookah been around for however long it's been around. But for the culture, as black people, what we was doing hookah, this is like 2010, 2011, like when it was first started. First I met time. Wale, Big Sean. Uh, Big Sean was a real humble dude. Still to this day, he probably is. I've been to Big Sean's very first album release party. Uh, Kanye met Kanye. Uh, Pusha T, I seen Pusha T there. So it was like, like artists like that. Those are people that I was listening to when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. So when I met Big Sean, I'm telling him like, yo, bro, like I remember when they didn't know. Yeah. Like and they still don't know. Like at that time, yeah. like they still don't know who you are, bro. Like, mm. like when it was like you know BigShawn.com. You know I mean, when he was doing the 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 drama mixtapes and all that shit. Like when mm. he was signed to Good Music and he wasn't like a priority on Good Music. You know what mm. I mean? So yeah. it's like I remember Big Sean from then. I remember taking a girl to Big Sean's um album release party for Finally Famous, the very first album. She mm. didn't even know who he was. This one he had um. Charnay out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big record though. But it's yeah. A major record. Like my last with Chris Brown, that's mm -hmm. when that shit was out. And this is when I met Big Sean in Atlanta at Wish ATL, the store. Yeah. Over there, Little Five Points. Mm -hmm. I met him there. Shout out to Kim. She was the manager at the time. She ain't the manager no more. But at the time, 2010, 2011, she was like the big manager at Wish ATL. And Big Sean was there doing the signing. And I had like my people come in and everything like that. Shout out to North Star, because he the reason why niggas met Big Sean at that time because he knew that he was gonna be there. So when I met him, I'm talking to him, shit, chopping up, chopping on one. He like, yo, bro, man, like it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm lit, but my mom's just still in the hood, bro. I ain't even get my mom's out. My grandma, shout out to his grandma's. God bless, um, God bless the dead. His grandma passed away, but he was telling me like, yo, my grandmother, like I just want to get them out the D, bro. Like yeah. he was telling me this, bro. This is Big Sean telling me this, bro. And this is when his first album was about to come out. This is when 
Finally Famous Volume Four came out when he was on the on the cover crowd surfing before the album came out. Oh, so, so, so this is before the album. This was right before the album, and like a year or two later, the album came the album out. Came out. Okay. And what's crazy is I won tickets to his album release party at Hot ninety seven. Okay. Angie Martinez. Yeah. I called in and station, just off the whim, I wound up winning tickets. She calls like, "Yo, you a winner to go to Big Sean's album release party." I was like, oh shit. My mom's just like, you won something off Hot 97? I've been living in New York my whole life. I ain't never won nothing off of Hot 97. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was big. So when I got the tickets and um, I went to the, I, I took a girl with me and I went there. I met this nigga Sean. I was like, yo, Smooth is good. He remembered me. That's so fire, yo. That shit is crazy, bro. That's fire. That was like two, three years later, bro. Yeah. So shout out to Big Sean. He always showed love. He never been a, a Hollywood ass nigga. He always been a real nigga in my in my experience. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can he, only say so for me. Big Sean always been a, a good nigga, bro. He seemed like that when you like when you just see him on um, like do do like just like a regular interview. Yeah. He seemed like a real fucking human. Yeah, he ain't like he ain't far removed like Kanye is at this right. point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean Kanye is a super billionaire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but this nigga is so fucking far removed from like human shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But look, we love you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, we can. Uh, <laughs> so from 2007 to 2010. Yeah. And when did uh when did Fang officially start? Fang started. When I was in college, my so brother. So 2011, 2010. I want to say maybe like 2012, bro. 2012, okay, okay, okay. 2012, bro. And mind you, Fang, we all been on each other since like ninth grade, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I we just never had a name. So okay. we always been making music together, but as a collective, we just never came together like, yo, we a group. And yeah. so I went to college and my brother was calling me. He was like, yo, bro, we putting a group together, me, JK, Tucci, da da da, this is what we doing. We calling it Fang. Okay. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, Fang. Yeah. He was like, bro, like, cause we that dope, we don't need a name. Fuck a name. name that was hard. That was so hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. I was like, oh, shit. And this is my brother calling me. He, cause he the one that really put it together. Malik is the one that really put Fane together. Like, okay. him and Jabby, they became best friends still to this day. But them two, they the reason why Fang is Zix. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I got this shit tattered on me. This shit ain't over till the casket drop. You feel me? So, okay. So you had like Tucci, cause Tucci had his own shit going too. Yep. SBM. SBM. It was just SBM. And then mm -hmm. y'all had. Y'all stuff, and then y'all just collaborated and called it Fang. Yeah. And really, that Fang shit, because this is when I was in college, too. We was all in college. Yeah. And I'm a fucking... That Fang shit really hit Greensboro. Like, it's it's like... Y'all niggas got different eras of the city when it comes to, like, taking over shit. Yeah. And that Fang shit really took over the city like some next level shit, too, bro. I'm just thankful, man. Bruh, next level. Like, I remember vividly when... What was JK mixtape uh, with the purple cover? Ill life, ill life, bro. When ill life dropped, shout out to Jabby, bro, my nigga. I was like, yo, this, I'm like, yo, this the one. Like, there's <laughs> no way that he's he's gone after this. There's no fucking way that he's. And I remember he was like selling it too, right? He was selling it. Oh, just downloads. I think it was his downloads. But it showed the number of downloads on what he got. And I remember I'll just go to the shit and just yeah. check it like per, per, like periodically or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like. Damn, but this shit got like almost 10,000 fucking downloads. I'm like, oh, this yeah. shit crazy as a bitch. And it's just like some, like at the time, I guess it was just like some local shit. Yeah. But still, like being like a local artist and yeah. having that many people tap in with you mm -hmm. is absurd. And before Ill Life, not to cut you off, okay. that was that was worked up. Jabby had like, 
I think he might have had like five, six mixtapes before Ill Life. Okay. So it's like, because I, I had this conversation where I'm like, yo, bro, I'm tight that I'm not on Ill Life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, while I'm not yeah, on the yeah. Ill Life, bro, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but that's my brother, though. Like, me and Jabby, like, I recorded Jabby's first song ever. Mm. I was there when he recorded his first song ever. That's big. Like, I think Crack was there too. Okay. Cause we had a song called um Swag So Mean. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that one. You know my swag so mean. I don't think you I know my, you don't remember that. All right, bet. And keywords, swag, so you know what Thomas yeah, is. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> So like JK, bro, when he dropped Ill Life, I was so proud of him because I was there from the start, bro. Mm, I was yeah. there when Jabby, like, when he was at school, not talking to nobody, like he was just literally a loner, like for real. Like I was there for the beginning, bro. Like introvert shit, int yeah, very yeah, introvert yeah. shit, bro. Like yeah. very introverted. Like Jabby's always been to himself. Like you know what I mean? He didn't open up until he got around us, mm -hmm. and we became brothers. We became family. But yeah, definitely, L Life was crazy, bro. Like that started the whole shit for Fang, bro. Like L Life was the presentation of like this is me, and these are my niggas. You know what I mean, like this is the gang, like for real. So like. When Fang came across, like, I never seen no, a group like ours hit hot, as hard as Greensboro. No, no, I mean? it did, though. It was different. And no disrespect to not, nobody before us, but I just, I don't remember, or I can't even just think about a group from Greensboro, North Carolina, that had an impact on the city, bro. Like, for real, for real, in, in a major way. Still to this day, like, people come up to me, like, they older now, but, you know, we 30-something years old now, mm -hmm. but, like, the younger kids, like, that's... 17 all the way to like i'm gonna say 25 right mm -hmm. now they come up to me and be like yo bro you don't even understand like i used to look up to y'all niggas like y'all niggas is really them niggas from greensboro like niggas don't even know like That's you a really a goat bro like i watch y'all i study y'all like yo bro i just gotta give you a flowers like a little homie just told me this other day and mm -hmm. i was just chilling but i, I gotta be thankful you know what i mean but that's a fact because y'all niggas the only the only comparison i can say to it will be the What's the group that uh, that Luke was in? The 336 boys. Shout out to the 336 boys. Them niggas really, but they're from High Point and shit. They don't really, they, I don't really count. That's them. why I say Greensboro. Yeah, yeah, I don't count them. They, went, they might have went to school in Greensboro, yeah. but they from High Point. Yeah, we yeah. from Greensboro. Exactly. It's a sure. difference, bro. It is, though. Big you know difference. Mean? Shout for out sure. to Luke, too. Shout out to Empire. All right, so so Fang, mm -hmm. so Fang started 2011. Yes. 2012. Yes. And JK really like culminated and started like the whole kind of like, okay, we doing this thing as a group type shit. Yeah. Did y'all ever drop a group project? I can't remember. We never dropped a group Come on, project, bro. bro. I, I knew I wasn't tripping. <laughs> bro, what we the fuck? We never dropped. I don't know, bro. We, we made so much music together that it might have felt to us amongst each other that we got something together. But it's just like, yo, we just make so much music. Like, Kane was making his own shit. I was making my own shit. Jabby was making his own shit. Tucci was making his own shit. So it's like, we all coming in the game, like, on some Wu-Tang shit. Like, for real, like, we all individual artists. But when we come together, like, on some Voltron shit, we fang. Know what I mean? Like, Crack was doing his own shit, like, but we always pushed the pyramid forward. You feel me? So, like, the pyramid was a logo, and we always built the pyramid. So, it was like, we never got to a point to where we made a collective, and I'm really mad about that, but, you know, it can happen now. You know what I mean? Things things change. It's, it's overdue, but it's going to get done. What are, like, or who are, like, some of, like, your biggest influences, like, in, um, in music? My biggest influence in music? Um, Not to cut you off, right? Uh-huh. When I hear you, mm -hmm. I hear Fab. Everybody, everybody say that, bro. Okay, so I'm not the only I've one. I've been getting that since I started doing music. 
Okay. Like since the very first time I put music out, niggas always say, "Yo, you sound like Fab," and I always took that as like a compliment. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. for a nigga to compare you to Fab, that's that's legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like the cadence sense or something like that, I appreciate it. It might be the voice, but I don't think like the like what I'm saying is what Fab will say. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Either. So definitely the voice for sure, for sure. I, I appreciate that. So Fab for sure, definitely Fab been influenced. Definitely when it comes to fashion. Definitely when it comes to the music, of course, Fab for sure. But my biggest influence, Jay Z. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael on Jackson. the music. On the music. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, bro. Oh, for sure, bro. Jay Z for sure. I'm. A, I study Jay Z. Okay. Like from Reasonable Doubt all the way up to now. You know what I mean? And I got a relationship with one of the producers that produced on Reasonable Doubt. Now Ski Beats. Shout out to Ski Beats. That's fire. And he okay. made um Dead Presidents. Okay. I'm off the Presidents. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made that for Hov. Damn. And countless other records, but definitely Jay Z. Um, who else influenced me? Um, ja Rule, for sure. Really? For sure, Ja Rule, bro. This is before Fifty. This is like, cause you got you got to understand, Ja Rule, DMX, and Jay Z at the at that time. You said them, Ja DMX Jay Z. Ja Rule, DMX, and Jay Z. They was Murder Inc. Before Murder Inc. Then they all go on tour together too. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 this okay. before 50. This is before like people forget Ja Rule really was that nigga. Oh no, 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 no. I've I've always said that like, like 50 Cent really brainwashed us to think that Ja Rule wasn't nice. Wasn't nice, bro. Bro, yeah, Rule he, he brainwashed us. 336, bro, that album, yeah. Pain is Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ja Rule, bro. I'm talking about put it on me. I'm talking about every little thing that we do, like what would I be without uh, you? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Rule that song come on right now, it's yeah, gonna it's go not, bananas. Nah, for sure. So definitely Jay-Z, Ja Rule, um Russell Simmons, just because just this what he did with Def Jam and started that, and with him and his brother run, you know, run DMC and all that. But my age group, when I was growing up, I'm a product of the 90s. You know what I mean? Like Fat Joe, Ja Rule, uh, yeah. uh who else? Uh Method Man, Red Man, um, who else? Um even Bow Wow, even little Bow Wow. I'm probably one of the biggest little Bow Wow's fan, bro. I yeah. say that on air, bro. Like Bow Wow, bro. When we was growing up, everybody wanted to be Bow. I no, don't no, care who talk, you are. Talk. You could, be, if you're 31 years old right now, no, you had a moment when you thought you was Bow Wow. No bullshit. No bullshit. Let's oh, put the cards on it. Like stop playing. Like, niggas be playing with Bow Wow too, right? No now, cap, bro. Bow, Bow. He was the first kid for us to be like, damn, I want to be like that. No, nah, for sure. Like this nigga had nigga the girls. The nigga had the girls. The nigga had the, the clothes, money. the money. Come on, nigga bro. was in movies and shit. He was so like lit. Mike, bro. Le I remember going to the movie theater to see that shit. Legendary, bro. Yeah, yeah, Legendary Bawa. shit. Niggas got to get their flowers and bow wow, bro. For real. Like even though he never wrote all his own shit as a kid, that but that nigga's that nigga had the talent. He had to perform it. He had to perform it. He had to perform it, nigga. So shout out to JD. JD is really bow wow. And also female artists too inspired me, like Lauren Hill, uh, Alicia Keys, um, Kelly Price. Um, who else? Um, um, growing up, who else did I listen to? Like really, um, and what's her name? What's her name that did the song with um Avant that got the duet? Um, dang, I, I'm drawing a blank right now. Sorry. Uh, what's her name? Um, let me do my Googles. Yeah, do your Googles. Um, she used to do songs with Avant all the time. Um, the one that got all the kids. Uh, Kiki Wyatt? Kiki Wyatt. Kiki motherfucking Wyatt, bro. Yeah. 
Kiki Wyatt. This is when you know back in the days, like we used to go to the CD store and they used to give you the 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 CD with the single, the instrumental, and then the the radio version. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. For remember sure. that? Yeah. I had a Kiki Wyatt version, and I used to write to that shit. The instrumental. The instrumental. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you been hopping on niggas' beats? Been doing that. <laughs> been doing that. Been doing that. That's hard though. You know what I mean? Been doing that. Give me that beat full. This is a full time jack move. Like for real. <laughs> That's hard. For real. So yeah, definitely. Like I said, and Nipsey hustle too, bro. Nipsey later on as a as an adult, as a young adult, Nipsey definitely played a major influence in my in my um career, bro. Um, cause I've been listening to Nipsey since two thousand eight. Like okay. people got onto Nipsey later on, which yeah, is. I- which I is definitely cool. did. I definitely did. But I've been fucking with Nips since 2008 because he was on a freshman 10 cover with Big Sean, with mm. J. Cole, with, um, what's his name? Um, the nigga from Watts. Um, uh, the nigga on TD, TDE. What's his name? Uh, uh, J. Rock. J. Rock, yeah, yeah. He was on a cover with them niggas in 2010. So I've reason. been fucking with Nips since 08 when he had the song with Lloyd, uh, Feeling My Stone. Mm, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been fucking with Nip since then. You know what I mean? I first but, heard Nip when he did the song with Drake. Cause I was like a huge Drake fan and shit. Oh yeah. He did that song with Drake. That's the first time I heard about Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. But that shit hard. So Nip for sure, bro. Cause he had a story too. Like him and his people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. his his life is kind of parallel to mine's minus the gang banging shit. You know what mm. I mean? Like he his family ran a store. Yeah. They had a store for however long in the community. Mm-hmm. Just like me and my brother and my father. Uh Nip had his dad, his brother in the store, same like me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, some my dad, shit. my brother, we run in the store, you know what I mean? So it's like me and Nip life is kind of parallel when it comes to certain things. You know what I mean? So Music. Let me, so let me ask you this though. So you know that movie, uh, what was it called? Fuck, I don't know, I forgot the whole fucking movie. But the whole like premise of it, it's a movie with like uh most deaf and when they talk about like hip hop and shit, like when you fell in love with hip hop. Oh, brown sugar. Brown fucking sugar, right? Let's go. When did you realize you fell in love with hip hop? I fell in love with hip hop is when I saw motherfucking DMX in that video. Um, when he's like, I forget what the name is that video, man. When he got on like the red leather and it's like a it's like a he's in the middle of the stage and shit. And he's just like going like this, going. It might be I'm. It might be get at me, dog. Okay. I'm it might be get at me, dog. But that's when I fell in, bro. I really fell in love with hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Dmx era, bro. But when he had, um, how's it going down? When that oh, first when it first came out, bro. I remember mm. my uncles bumping the album, the CD, going to the store, getting the CD and playing that shit in the whip. Like I remember my pops getting the CD. Throwing that shit in and we listened to it to the first time in a Tahoe. Like I remember that shit, bro. What's my name is that one? What's my name? Yeah, bro, that's that's when I fell in love with hip hop. I fell in love with hip hop when Rap City the basement was on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Ticket was hosting. When Big Ticket was yeah. that nigga. Yeah, 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 and 106 yeah. in Park came on right afterwards. That's when I fell in love with hip hop, bro. 106 in Park, man. They, they need a documentary on 106 in Park. No, facts. For the culture. Facts. Cause the nigga that's sixteen under right now don't know what that is. Don't know what the fuck that is. One hundred six and older, maybe twenty and over. Nigga. Twenty. They don't even twenty-one. Nigga. Twenty-one and younger don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Young TV raps. I mean, one hundred six and Park was my young TV raps. Yeah, cause we was kind of young. We was young. Then. Young yeah, TV yeah, raps yeah. was like our pops and our mom's era. Mm-hmm. When we came up, it was one hundred six and Park. 
the real 106 in Park. I'm talking about AJ, AJ and Free. Free. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Big Tigger and uh, and Old Girl Tans or Jane not Tanjay and Roxy. Shout out to them because they <laughs> held it down. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the real 106 in Park. Shout out to Free because I spoke to her in the DM and I ain't gonna say what we spoke about, but they is in the works with something. You know what I mean? That's and shout out to Free. She's absolutely phenomenal woman. Shout out to AJ and Free. But 106 in Park, mm -hmm. that's when I fell in love with hip hop, bro. When Aaliyah was on there, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like 106 in Park is a time capsule, bro. You can't get that shit back, nah, bro. Nah, I don't nah, even nah. think that shit can survive right now. Nah, because like the music videos are kind of, you know, like we got uh, short attention spans and shit. We got YouTube. And then like you watch a video one time, it's like, okay, I saw it. I never watch videos more than once. True. Nowadays, it's just like I watch it once. I saw it and okay, cool. Ooh. 106, they playing the same fucking eight. This top 10, but they playing the same seven, eight, three months. Nigga, Bow Wow was top one for fucking the whole year one time. You Mr. Know what 106 saying? and Park, that nigga no. had to retire his video. And every time his shit came on, I'm watching this shit. <laughs> I done seen it 50, 11 times, bro. So yeah, no, real talk. Nowadays, they can't do it. Because remember when they tried to bring back? TRL. Come on, it was so garbage. <laughs> Shots so, to DC, DC yeah, that shit was trash though, bro. Shots so, to DC. I fuck with DC, but that shit was awful, bro. They know that shit was awful. I mean, bro. you can't you can't repeat history. No, nah, you can't bro. you can't remake something. Just like when they try to bring back, uh, they say they bring it back Rap City though. That'd be hard. Big Tigger said that he said that they're bringing it back next year. That'd be hard though. And I better be on there too. That'd be hard because it's kind of like because you know it's time for that. That was more focused on like really like rap. It was like, oh, these, these niggas coming here and freestyling and shit. And oh. granted, there's a sidebar. Yo, Tigger freestyles was harder than most of the rappers that That's was on that shit, bro. That's a fact. Bro, no bullshit. Big bro. Tigger, he got big records after that. He had got songs with niggas after that because of that. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Bro, Shout out to Big Tigger. He was holding it down, bro. He he was in there rapping with legends. He was in there with Hove. He was in there with Luda. And holding he was in up. there with Wayne. He was in there with Killer. Mm -hmm. He was in there with uh uh, uh Joel Santana. Mm -hmm. He was going crazy and holding his own, and holding though. his own. Really freestyling though. That's the really thing. Free uh, it's back, Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big Tigger with another one. Countdown in the face. <laughs> like really freestyling though. You off the top. I used to read everything like fashion wise, Carl Kanai. All Tommy Hilfiger, all these people, like I really used to Fubu. You know what I mean? Like all of them. Like, cause when we was growing up, Fubu wasn't it when we was growing up. Not like, really. Not no, like not that's really. like the early nineties, like the two thousands. Yeah, we was like, if you was wearing Fubu, we was looking at you like, oh, this nigga is not it. Like, you know what I mean? We was walking South Pole. I gotta be transparent with you. Yeah. Moms did me dirty. Oh my gosh. Well, fifth grade, moms <laughs> bought me some Fubu shoes. No bullshit. Fifth grade? Fifth grade. I mean. This is like 02. Fifth grade, though? I, I mean, wasn't feeling them, nigga. I was mad. I was <laughs> mad at mine. No, no, no bullshit. I was mad at mine for that shit, bro. That's crazy, yo. That was so fucking. But that was the moment I was like, I really got to start like choosing what I get now. He's like, <laughs> fuck that. I can't have my do me like this. <laughs> but Fubu at that time, though, she was right on time. She was. She, she was. She, she was, was in the time because that was it. Maybe not the sneakers. No, not the sneakers. The clothes. The clothes. Yeah, the sneakers. Sneakers. My did me dirty with the sneakers, bro. Oh Go man. On. Oh, she that's what that. she did. She, she bought, bought me the sneakers. Kicks. Smooth. She. She bought me the sneakers. Looks great because like my mom was a little older, so she wasn't like she was like hip, but she wasn't like 
into like the fashion. You know, she ain't she ain't no. She ain't from fucking New York. She nigga, ain't but, no. but the whole thing is fucking this is fashion. You know right. what I mean? The, the whole Mecca. Everybody gotta be fresh. Gots to be. My mom was like, she ain't no. She ain't fucking no. But and, and food booths probably was like sixty dollars. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna get this thing right. <laughs> Straight from city trades. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> fashion for less. <laughs> Yo, remember them city trend commercials? Yes. The sponsors? Yes. Soldier Boy City Trends? Bruh. Yo. Bruh. City, bruh. City Trends, bro. City Trends was smooth. You could find some pe- City Trends was like the first nigga thrift shop. Because the one on um on Summit was pretty straight. I remember that. That was the one. That was the one, right? That was right the by one? Fashion Avenue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah, yeah. the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah City yeah. Trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know City Trends on Summit Avenue in Greensboro on the east side, man. Shout out, shout out to City Trends, man. They held niggas down, bro. No, for sure. They sure. got niggas through some tough times. Lot 29 and all that was there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about all the times I used to go up in that bitch. But LRG, though, LRG was a... Like, back in the day, LRG was like Bape. Because Bape... I remember when Bape first came out, you couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. It was nowhere. It wasn't even in the States yet. And if it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It like, you only me, saw like rappers with that shit. Like Lil Wayne. Only and rappers shit, was wearing that shit. Pharrell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pharrell, he the reason why Bape is Bape. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Nego, which is the starter of Bape, he created Bape, the founder of Bape, Nego from, uh, I think he's from Tokyo, Japan. Um, he started that shit. And then when he met Pharrell, Pharrell brought it to the United States. But LRG was kind of like a mimic of that. It was mm-hmm. like the affordable Bape. Because at the time, Bape was. It was so like far fetched, you couldn't get your hands on it. And if you did have it, you knew it was knockoff. You knew it was fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was nowhere you can get bape. That's you crazy. Know what I mean? I so know that. now bape is every fucking where. It's like when Pink Dolphin came out. I remember when Pink Dolphin came out, though. It's like once the hood get attached to a brand, it's over. I say the whites, when they get a hold of it, it's a wrap. I mean, because I'm saying though, like, Pink Dolphin, this is a brand that Young L from the pack. I don't know if y'all remember the pack when they had the song on, got my vans on, but they look like sneakers. Remember that record? Yeah. Young L from the pack, he started Pink Dolphin. That's his brand. You dropping gems, nigga. I ain't know that. You ain't know that. I know that. And it was it was the first Pink Dolphin was the the um the lifeguard, like it was like the cross. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. The big ass cross. That was like the first Pink Dolphin shirt. It was just that. It was just him and Lil B rocking. It was like only for the pack. It was just they, they shit. Nobody else can get it. It was just for the pack. Mm-hmm. And then when the Van song came out, they went, they got popular and the shit just went crazy. And then um, I guess he went in partnership with somebody and then became accessible for the public. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, because Pink Dolphin was like a, it was like a, it was like an invite only type of brand. You couldn't get it from nowhere. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like how Bape was. Like, you couldn't get it. But then when he sold it to whoever he sold it to, that's when they started honing the brand out. And then everybody got hip to it. But like me, when the hood got to it, I got when you. the hood got to it, I got you. It's just like, just like with Bape, nobody wants to wear it no more. And no, no, no discredit to the hood, but it's just like, it just shows you from, okay, it was here, now it's here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear that shit no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's oversaturated. Too many niggas is wearing that shit. You know what I mean? Like Pink Dolphin now is burnt out. Nobody really wears Pink Dolphin yeah. no more. Like, but it was one of them brands that was like, oh shit, you got on a Pink Dolphin shirt. Just like Kif. Kif nowadays is like how Pink Dolphin was, but Kif, I think, got a little bit more longevity because with the stores and shit. With the stores and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pink Dolphin, I think they only had one location where was on Fairfax. I can't be wrong, but the one that I know, because I've been there physically, mm-hmm. was the one on Fairfax and um in LA. And it's not there no more. But Pink Dolphin, I don't even think Pink Dolphin exists anymore. 
since we talk about fashion, right? Let's do it. You got on a pair of fresh whites right now, right? Yes. How do you feel about the trend now? Mm-hmm. Not probably for us, because we could be older. The you dirty know? ass ones? I hate that. Come on, how you feel about it? It's disrespect, bro. Bro, what the fuck is going on in it's America, man? It's disrespect, bro. It's, it's, yo, if you walking around with the busted, crusted, and disgusted <laughs> Air Force Ones, and where I'm from, we call them ups. Okay, yeah, in New York, yeah, for we sure. We call them ups. Mm-hmm. If you walking around with a pair of ups, and they are beat dirty, you don't care about your life. Bruh. Because you don't understand the importance of a fresh pair of all white Air Force One hot tops and low tops because we don't do the mids. That's a waste of sneaker. We don't do mids. Hot tops and the low tops. Eighth grade, if you had a very fresh pair, even if it was the, the fucking shoe man pair. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. Bro, your, your, your pussy rate up through the roof through the roof no 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 and, for sure and this is at a time before air force ones before they got the technology they got now if you was walking on eggshells because you don't want your shits to crease up mm-hmm. nowadays the air force ones they don't crease easily yeah. but back in the days them shits used to crease crazy you, you said <laughs> i had to wear two socks i was just about to say that <laughs> put the wrap your fucking foot around the goddamn the flat part <laughs> Real niggas know. Yo, yo. Real niggas know. The, right you had to wear two pairs of socks. You had to put the flat part on your toe. <laughs> yes, yes. Just so the fresh part of the toe of the shoe won't crease. Don't crease. And yeah, you walk yeah, into yeah. the football field like this. Watching every fucking step. <laughs> you that counting you take every step that you before you get to the concession stand, before you buy that popcorn and that soda for you and Shorty. Bruh. They don't understand the importance of an all-white Christian period, which is my favorite sneaker to this day. I have over 100 pairs of Air Force Ones, all-whites, mm-hmm. like storage unit full of them. I don't need to go buy no more. That's you one of mine, mean? too. I love Air Force Ones. It's my favorite sneakers, and I love sneakers, period, but Air Force Ones, hands down, will never get old. Definitely in my top three. But the funny shit is, right, because I work at the University of Georgia, too, sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, like, these is like college kids. I ain't call them college students and shit. Yeah. So these niggas like, you know, between 18 and like 24. They beating them. Beating them, bro. And they think it's fly. And they, it's this one dude who I talk to all the time. This shit just happened last week. Yeah. This little dude named Daniel. Daniel, if you listening, <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. You came up, you came up to work. I said, Daniel, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing, man? Yo, I I wanted, I was I was so mad at this Damn, dude. Damn, Daniel. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? It, and Daniel probably like 22. Look like he just washed the house with them shits. Bro, everything fresh on him. Fresh tee, fresh jacket, fresh jeans, beat ones. I'm like, damn, what the fuck are you doing, man? I like, I, yo, I really wanted to like really spaz on him, take them shoes and then throw them out. But it's not just white dudes, it's white girls. Like, They're making it a trend on, on TikTok. They're saying it's that so it's sad, cool. bro. It's, not it's cool. like, why are you treating Air Force Ones like Sperry's? They're not. Stop it. Yo. Stop it. You got your laces all the way choked up to the top. They can't even breathe. <laughs> the laces look like they've been through the dungeon. The, the soul is about to fall off. It's talking to me, talking about try me. Like, it's, please, Ain't man. Ain't no bullshit, though, bro. Please. I hate that. Whoever started this trend of wearing dirty-ass shoes and calling it cool, Please stop. That ain't it, man. Even the high-end brands that's making shoes brand new that look dirty already, please stop, bro. That's, that's whack, too, bro. That's whack Please stop. The only shoe that you can wear that I feel like... Can get dirty? Can get dirty is like a Chuck. 
or vans or vans because yeah. vans are, are are made for that exactly they're made to be beat up and exactly. look like that if your vans that's how i know you're not a fresh nigga if your vans are too fresh you don't get fresh facts if your vans don't got a rip on them or a hole on them something you don't get fresh bro because vans yeah. are not meant to be clean a van they're a meant truck. to be fucked up and a jordan one kind of too you, you kind of fuck up a jordan one jordan one like, okay cool yeah Cause they easily be. They, I mean, I can see that because the more beat up they look, the more vintage they look. It's a classic. It's a classic exactly. look. It but that's like the only three shoes top that you three. can do that to. Top three. Top three, bro. That's What's, it. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it, bro. The please stop. Shoes, please the stop wearing shoes. them Air Force Ones all dirty like that. Go get a new pair, man. You remember when niggas was not me, but back in high school and in, in middle school, I could never understand. And this is probably why I was having a little trouble in high school and middle school when it comes to niggas hating on me because. I never understood niggas was wearing dub zeros with SpongeBob on the side and calling it fresh. Do you remember that? I remember the dubs. With I'm, SpongeBob lasered on the side? Come on, terrible era, bro. Terrible era, bro. And the nigga that was wearing them, he was getting the bitches. Even, but this will take you even further. No disrespect if you wore these, but I doubt you did. The motherfucking see-through Air Forces. Did you have a pair of those? I did. Woo. The Visible Women's. The real ones, though. Yeah, it was a bunch of fake ones. It was a lot of fake ones. You know, bro, I went to East Side High. It was only two pair that were real. Two colorways that okay, came it out. Okay. It was the blue ones. Okay. And there were the purple ones. Like a lavender purple. Okay. But those are the only yeah. two ones. In the hood, they had the red, yellow, green. Shasta Omega. We know Omega, the classic Snoop Shoeman, fucking legendary Greensboro nigga. Legend. But Eastside High, I think my freshman in which was hot, bro. You, you got them dusty ass hood niggas who got the motherfucking see through ones with the crusty socks. Bro, what are you doing, my nigga? What the fuck are you doing? Why do you have, I can see you have it on the see throughs. Okay, cool. That's one thing. But nigga, your socks, your socks, nigga. Dirty Dan. Come on, these bro. niggas out here, dirty Dan in it, bro. You know how many, bro. You know how many close calls I had with niggas my freshman year of high school. By niggas just toes like, coming out. What the out? fuck are you? I only know these niggas. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, you dirty ass nigga, bro? I I never liked those shoes though. Like I, I ain't never fuck with the clear <laughs> shit. That was crazy to me, bro. Cause they would have like the uh the fog in them and shit too. Niggas feet was sweating. Bro, I think that's it. that that probably was one of the one of the bad ideas Nike might have put out. That was terrible. They didn't think it all the way through because they're not thinking niggas is about to be wearing these shits every day. Mm -hmm. But niggas was wearing them shits every day. Banging them. And and the shits, the plastic was getting sweaty and niggas' toes was popping out. Like niggas, it was a crusty time. It was an ugly time <laughs> for us. I ain't gonna hold you. It was an ugly time. Like Fashion goes through its ups and downs, but at that moment, definitely like the the, the era of the of the super X top tees that was seven X when you really wear a medium. So nasty. You know the fittest that was a size eight when you really wear a seven and a half. This shit covering your whole fucking ear. Right, like I blame I blame Cassidy for that era, man. That nigga had on the biggest hats, had a whole everybody wanted to get the biggest the biggest fitted hat. Before snapbacks, so not mean? That was so nasty, bad. I'm so glad that we got away. But niggas wearing big clothes. No, how you feel about that? Like yeah, I mean, fashion repeats now. itself, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. come back. But it's it's like it's like it's not over big. It's like a little big. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I got you. It's not overly like oh, you wearing a top T. Yeah, okay. Because you remember niggas used to know the brand of a white T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A top T is in the guy. A top T with the yeah. double neck. 
Woo! Or sunwear. Yes, nigga. Yes. <laughs> With the thermal. Remember I remember the thermals? vividly, nigga. Yes. I remember vividly going to these teen parties, mm-hmm. having my mom drop, drop niggas off. Mm-hmm. And like niggas like Bo or Dejan, like, yeah. hey, yo. Uh, can we stop at the gas station? Let me get a tea. A tea. They come out their house with a beater on, knowing yeah. she gonna stop and get them a tea. Going right the sheets yeah. to get a tea. This <laughs> <laughs> is going through the Marathon gas station, QT, <laughs> right there by the still wrap tea snacks. Yo, the wrap snacks to get a t-shirt. Get a fucking tea, bro. Well, I know niggas still to this day will stop and go get a t-shirt from the gas station right now. That's wild. Right now, I've never been one of those dudes. I go to Walmart, get a whole ten pack. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't wearing no regular tee out nowhere though. That's wild in itself. Like just wearing just a A white t shirt. Just out, like like out and about, like going to like a party or something. You know my biggest pet peeve. What's that? Growing up, I don't know. You might have done this. What's that? Because you're a real Carolina nigga, so you might have done this. Okay. But no shade. But my biggest pet peeve growing up on a fashion sense, I ne, I always hated when niggas wore Adidas track pants. Oh, never did that. With Nikes? With Nikes? Yeah, I never did that. I bro. respected the brand, bro. I got respect the brand. I hate that yeah, shit, bro. I, that shit dusty. And niggas shit. really be thinking that shit is cool and fly. Niggas will wear Jordan. This is get up. I don't know if this is going on anywhere else in America, but in North Carolina, yeah. niggas was wearing, not me, but niggas that thought they was cool was wearing track, Adidas track pants with the three stripes on the side mm-hmm. with Concord Jordans on. Dusty. Or Air Force Ones on. Dusty. Yo, I always had, bro. Like, what are you too. doing? Because, like. What? No, literally. What uh, are you facts. doing? How are you wearing facts. checks and stripes together? Bro, you've never seen Michael Jordan ever wear anything Adidas with ever. his shoes on. Ever. you never seen Magic Johnson wear anything Nike. Mm-hmm. It's, like, Nike and Adidas is either one or the other. You can't do both, bro. Nah, that shit used to piss me off, too. That shit used to piss me off. Cause I feel like, and cause girls used to do it too, following their nigga, think that's cool to do, and it's like, yo, you misguiding, you misguiding out here. <laughs> you fucking misguiding the youth. You misguiding the youth out here. What are you doing? <laughs> you wearing Adidas with Nikes? Yo, are you stupid? But to, uh, but to play like, to play that advocate, advocate, right? That was advocate, right? Uh-huh. Back when those track pants first came out, mm-hmm. I feel like those were like the only like skinny track pants. So I felt like that was kind of giving niggas the leeway to be no, like, no, because you still fuck. had Nike Techs, Nike Tech suits. Oh, you did. Same yeah, type yeah, of mesh, yeah, same yeah, type yeah. of. There's right. no excuse. You're right. Nike t- when when Adidas track pants came out, Nike came out with the Tech suits. You're right. So you're you could right. wear anything Nike with the sneaker. You're right. You're right. I don't want to hear oh it yeah, felt right. good or oh, I was at the. Cr- Bro, right. that is not fresh. So if you still wearing Adidas track pants with any Nike product, you're not fresh. You're a fucking loser. How about that? I'm, t- I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> you hear Drake all the time. What'd he say? Checks over stripes. Checks over stripes, yeah. And then you hear whoever on Adidas say what? Three strikes. Like, you don't mix the two. Like, you can't do that, bro. Like, you can't do that, bro. It's not fresh. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. It's not fresh. Greensboro fucking legend, bro. You feel me? Greensboro fucking legend. Hey, representing too. I ain't never seen that jacket, yeah, nigga. Man, this is, this How is, you get that jacket, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> this is official. This is off a player back. You heard? This is from, this is literally from the MLB, the Greensboro Bats, which is the Greensboro Grasshoppers now, but you know, we OG. This is, you know, this is the merchandise from back then. Shout out to uh, Derek Jeter because he did play for the Greensboro Bats in the Hornets. Definitely right? did. Definitely did. 
That's fucking hard, man. We got a fucking legend in the building, man. It's the bat, man. Not did the you, goat. Did you have anything else to say, man? Or are you good to go? Um, for the younger person that's looking at this now, word of advice, what I'll tell you is, man, just don't stop. Be consistent. You know okay. what I mean? Be consistent. Do what you want to do. If you feel it in your bones, if God gave you the vision, nobody can see it right now. That means it's only meant for you to see. Paint the picture, then hang it on the wall, then you could charge for it. You feel me? So just be consistent. Do what you want to do at all times. Never listen to somebody telling you, oh, I don't think that you should do that. Well, you should tell them, well, I don't think you should tell me that. You feel me? So just do what you want to do at all times. Be consistent. That's when everything falls in place. I didn't work this hard to have nothing. Everything that I've done, I've been consistent. I might not have the biggest accolades in the beginning, but I know in my heart I am a Grammy. You feel me? For sure. You know, I, I know in my heart that what I have is going to shine. So just be consistent. Just be consistent. That's all it is with this shit. This shit is not that. It's not. It's, I mean, it is that simple. Just be consistent. It's hard, but you have to be consistent because if you really love it, do that shit. If you don't, it's going to show. If you're doing it for a show, it's going to show. You know what I mean? If it's not in your heart, if, you, if your plan A didn't work and now you're trying to do music as plan B, it's going to show. Do what you love to do. Even if you didn't, say for instance, if you're an athlete, right? You go to school, you go to school for basketball or whatever it may be, and your basketball career didn't turn out the way that you wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but you still love the game. That don't mean that you can't be a podcaster for the game. Mm-hmm. That don't mean that you can't be a nigga that's making a jersey for the team. That don't coach. mean that you can't be the coach. Yeah. That don't mean that you can't be, but when you try to do something out your element that's not really you, and you trying to push as your passion, oh, I've been doing this, bro, it's going to show, bro. Yeah, because it's not really in your heart. It's not in your heart. It's not your passion. This is not your career choice. You trying to do it now because it's the cool thing to do and people making money off it. But if if, if you're not willing to go broke for this shit, don't do this shit. Facts. Point blank period. I went broke for this shit many times. Man, look. Dropping gems, man. Look, Smooth, I appreciate you for pulling up on me. Always, bro. Anytime. I'm coming back to the neighborhood. You heard? Keeping the G with G. All right, so look. You got a project coming out next Valentine's Day. Yes. 1-800-LOVE-SONGS. 1-800-LOVE-SONGS. Tell them where they can find you on social media and all that good shit. At Smooth, S-M-V-V-T-H, at all platforms. That's on social media. That's on Apple Music, Spotify, Our Radio. You can find me at Smooth. Google me, baby. I'm there. S-M-V-V-T-H. That's my name. The two V's in the middle is like a W and also like a fang because we at your neck. You heard? You heard? So that was another episode of the KBG Podcast. Again, smooth. I appreciate you for coming through. This was a good one, bro. Great Absolutely. combo. My nigga, they're going to appreciate this one. Absolutely. Shout out to Crack. Hey, got to come back too. Absolutely. I'm coming back every time you call me, bro. I'm for pulling sure. up. Let's go. All right, man. I'll holler at y'all next time. Let's get it. <laughs>